Welcome to Awaken Life Church podcast. For more information about our church, please visit awakenlifechurch.net. We hope you enjoy this message by Joy Willette. Amen. How's everyone doing? Man, getting blessed just doing the declarations. That's awesome. That's like, that's my favorite one right there. That's a good one. Uh, interesting message this morning. We're going to have fun this morning. Amen. I was leaving the house. I'm like, okay, I need a 10-pound weight. I need some duct tape. I need a big chair and some paper printouts. It's like, why? Because I'm preaching today. <laughs> We're going to have fun today. Uh, so uh, this, this message is about proper alignment. And what it is is uh, proper alignment internally so that we can align properly with heaven. So there are breakthroughs coming to you this morning um, in the area of alignment. There is a supernatural grace that's going to be released into your life once you see this and once you step into proper alignment with what heaven is doing. Amen. Amen. We already have an open heaven over us, amen? So we want that to completely align with everything internally inside of us, and we're going to see God do some amazing things, amen? So repeat after me, I am never going to be the same again after this message. In Jesus' name. <laughs> so Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, that you're already here. We thank you that you are so good. We thank you that you love us, that you've so set us up for success. I thank you, Lord, that there's delight in your eyes when you look at us, God. And we just bless your name. We bless your name, Jesus. And I just ask for your anointing to just come, come upon us, come upon the, the, the words that I speak, Lord. Without your anointing, it's just useless information, Lord. So we just ask for your anointing for breakthroughs and that yokes of bondages would be broken this morning, Jesus. Anoint our ears and our hearts to receive what you're doing. And I bless all of our spirits to rise up right now and to be led by Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. So some of us might feel like victors. Some of us might feel like victims. And for some of us, we might feel different in different areas of our life, depending on the day and the time and what's going on in our world and stuff like that. And my papers are blowing away, but that's going to be okay. Um, sometimes it's a mix, right? It's like one day I feel great and the next day not so much. Or in this area, I really feel victory. In this area over here, I feel like a victim of everyone around me. And that's just kind of how we are. In some areas of our life, we might feel like we've got the devil on the run, and then in some areas of our life, we may feel like we've got the devil on the run, except we're running too, and he's behind us. <laughs> so there's a lot of things that can be happening, but we're going to talk about what's happening internally and how to position ourselves to walk in victory. So we're all getting a life-changing adjustment today. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm getting a life-changing adjustment today. Amen. All right. If I could have my handy-dandy usher, um, this is a very illustrated message, and this is going to be interactive. So if we can just put this right here, this is the driver's seat of your life. Welcome to your life, okay? That's the driver's seat. Oh, thank you. Okay? Now, 
picture, uh, we're going to make this whole stage. This is you on the inside, okay? This is the driver's seat of your life. The main thing about this chair right here is that whatever is sitting in this chair is going to determine what source you are drawing from. So somebody say source. Source is the key thing when you think about this driver's seat right here, okay? Now, I need a volunteer. A volunteer, a voluntold, all right. <laughs> Let's see, <laughs> what character do I want to make you? I'm gonna make you the brain. Okay, so you come and stand right over here, Ryan. This is you. Turn around and hold that for everybody. This is your brain. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> This is your brain, your brain, your mind, the way you process. Your mind is good. It is not evil. It is a computer made out of meat. It is amazing. <laughs> it's what you use to process life. Okay, this, this is amazing. Um, it's, it's not inherently bad, it just processes things, okay? This is a great servant to your life, but it is not equipped to sit in this chair. Amen? Make sense? Okay, I need another volunteer. Volunteer. <laughs> They're all pointing at each other. All right. Oh, you're, you're a volunteer? All right. Come on down. The violent take it by force. There we go. <laughs> so Paul's going to stand right here, and he represents our emotions. So the best representation of our emotions is a heart. But this doesn't, like when you read heart in the Bible, it's not going to fully prove out in this. Like I feel like, uh, like Doc Brown from Back to the like this is a very crude model. It's not to scale. <laughs> you know? But uh, this represents your emotions, okay? Your emotions are not bad. Your emotions are not inherently evil or good or whatever. They're emotions. They're given to you by the Lord. They're hugely important, but they are not fit or equipped to sit in this chair. Does this make sense? Okay. I need another volunteer. All right. Come on down. And tell, tell me your name one more time. Brenton. 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 This is your will. Okay. And if you could sit kind of like or stand right here in front of this chair and your will is neither good nor bad nor evil or anything like that. This is like your desires, your wants, the things that you want to see happen in your life, okay? This is not inherently bad. It just, um, it's not supposed to sit in this seat. Does that make sense? The best use of your will is for you, if you could turn around and kneel down and like submit this plan to this chair. That is the use of your will. That's the proper use of your will is that. Okay, so when your will is in the proper alignment, proper position, it looks just like that. Make sense? Okay, so you can, you can stand up and turn around. I guess it's probably uncomfortable to stand like that for too long. Okay, so your brain wants everything to make sense. Okay, this, it's very logic driven. It pulls its information from your past experiences and logic. Okay, now what is the problem if this guy's sitting in this seat? He's driving your life based on your past experiences and your logic. Is that how we want to drive our life? No, not at all, okay? It's, we don't need to deny our past experiences, but we don't get our beliefs from here. Does this make sense? Okay. Over here, 
This guy wants to be heard and wants to express emotions, okay? Again, not inherently bad, okay? This, this one wants things to feel true, okay? Now, if this guy is sitting in the driver's seat, do we want our life to be directed by what feels true in any given moment? No, not at all, okay? Not bad, it's a great servant, terrible master. Does this make sense? Okay. I need one more person. Tony, you're being voluntold. <laughs> all right. Tony, and then Brenton, if you could just maybe sit on the stage, that way we can see Tony. Tony, you come get in the driver's seat. You are the spirit, okay? And now he's holding up a giant funnel. Why? Because he's the only one that has a funnel. Remember how we talked about source. Your spirit is a funnel so that the open heaven has a way to get in through you and through your mind, your will, and your emotions. Does this make sense? Okay, so this is the proper alignment. Make sense? Okay. <laughs> All right. Your spirit is amazing. Tony, you're amazing. It is one with Holy Spirit. It knows things that the rest of you does not. Okay, your spirit knows no defeat. It doesn't know doubt or fear. Babies and children have a spirit that knows stuff too. Amen. Um, your spirit can be built up and matured. It is meant to be the leader as led by Holy Spirit. It listens to what Holy Spirit is saying. That's why it's a funnel. Main job is to listen to what Holy Spirit is saying, okay? And then it responds accordingly. You are supposed to drive with your spirit, okay? Your spirit has no other function other than to drive the vehicle of your life, okay? So while your spirit is driving... He's pumping iron. So can you do some curls for me? <laughs> your spirit is being built up. This funnel, the open heaven, is coming through your spirit. He's being blessed. He's being strengthened as he sits in this chair. That's how you were designed to live. Does it make sense? Okay. Pumping iron, pumping iron. Keep pumping. You can switch arms so you don't have like one giant bicep. Okay? So... When your emotions are freaking out, your brain is like, this doesn't make sense. Your will is like, what's the plan? What are we doing? Or whatever. Your spirit is the one, the Psalm 42, 5, that says, why are you cast down, O my soul? Mind, will, and emotions. That's your soul. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Amen? So this is what proper alignment looks like. Now, someone volunteer a tough situation that you might come across in life. What's a tough situation? Just like raise your hand, shout it out. Death in the family. What, what was yours? Death of a child. That's really, really hard. Let's go a little lower stakes than that. You lose your job. Okay. All right. So you lost your job, you, you got called in, and you got fired. I just learned the sign for fired. It is that, because it's like your head got chopped off. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, <laughs> it taught me that. All right, uh, 
so uh, you just got fired, okay? So now, um, why don't you take a seat um, and just kind of chill over here. You're not pumping iron right now, and just kind of hang out over here. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it from you in a second. Okay, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna check in with, let's check in with our heart, okay? Heart, how do you feel about getting fired? I'm ticked off, I'm freaking out, what's gonna happen, what am I gonna do, ah! Your emotions are freaking out, okay? Brain, what is happening? Well, I'm gonna analyze, well, we came in late two times and we da-da-da-da-da, we didn't make enough sales, whatever your job is, you're gonna analyze very objectively without any feeling what's going on, okay? Check in with your will, do I even want this job? Do I even care about this job? Is this even what I'm supposed to do, right, okay? So, <laughs> so now what happens is that um, most people, most of the time, are living only from this realm right here, and their spirit is either dead, because they're not saved yet, or incredibly bored. Incredibly bored with nothing else to do because it has, there's no other function than to drive your life. Does this make sense? Most people and most Christians are living from the soulish realm. And this is not a victorious realm because when any one of these guys sit in this chair, your source just became yourself. Your own way of processing information from the tree of knowledge of good and evil your own desires and wants based on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, your emotions based on your knowledge of good and evil from the tree of death. The only way to access the tree of life is for your spirit funnel to sit here and access the tree of life spirit to spirit. Amen. The tree of life is spiritually attained. That's why the scripture says that the carnal mind, it makes no sense. It's at odds with the spirit because they have two different agendas. Does this make sense? We have to be spirit-led, okay? So here's, here's the problem that happens sometimes. Why don't you, Ryan, come sit in this chair? So I know no one in this room tends to lean on their logic to drive their life. But sometimes, occasionally, people can lean towards putting this guy in this chair and everything that they make decisions on and the way they drive their life is governed by what they already know, what they've already experienced, what they read in books or find on the internet, um, past experience and logic. Now, I don't know if that resonates with any of you, <laughs> but sometimes this can happen, okay? Now, the problem is if this guy is sitting here and now this guy is freaking out, Okay, ah, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what's happening. And you have no idea how to talk to that guy. So then what happens, if you don't mind, can you just put that on his, if that's okay with you? Like trigger warning on his mouth. <laughs> this is what happens. You just sit down and shut up. Your feelings don't matter, they don't make sense, we're gonna drive and we're gonna drive with logic, okay? Now, when this is what's driving your life, it's probably really hard to have any level of connection with people because it's very spuck. You can't actually connect. This guy doesn't connect, that guy does, right? And so no one gets a feel for your heart, you're, you're like shutting down your emotions, but this doesn't last very long because eventually he starts freaking out. Okay, and what's, what's been happening here, and this is 
There you go, you could do some curls. This guy's getting stronger and stronger and stronger sitting in this chair, and then he starts to bully this guy. Make sense? This equals inner torment inside of you. These two at odds. You are not in unity with yourself. A double-minded man, unstable in all his ways, he cannot receive from the Lord. Why can't he receive from the Lord? There's an open heaven. He has no funnel. Amen? Amen? All right. So now you can come over here. And you can remove the duct tape. <laughs> and you get in this chair. <laughs> All right. And now you can pump some iron. All right. Now I know none of you can relate to this scenario, okay? Where your emotions and your heart and everything is driving your life. And the way you govern your life is by how you feel and what's on your sleeve. And, you know, like you make decisions and then you change your mind. And then it's just kind of like this roller coaster ride of a life, right? So this is another problem, okay? When this guy's sitting in the driver's seat, life gets erratic. Let's all do like the Star Trek, like, let's, like we're all going to lean this way, like, ah. You know, this spaceship is crashing, right? Very erratic driving with this guy in the seat, okay? He's good. He's awesome. Feelings are important, but they cannot drive. He's not equipped to drive your life. Does that make sense? Okay? This, this, this equals chaos, right? That equals safe. I'm not going to risk anything. Everything's going to be based on what, what I think is right, okay? This is just going to be wild all over the place. Okay, so now you can step out. Brenton, our will, why don't you get in the driver's seat? <laughs> Start pumping some iron. By the way, what he's holding is my plan, okay? It's our, our plan, okay? When our will is sitting in the driver's seat, our will is getting strengthened, okay? Now, what did we already say? What is the job of your will? What is the perfect function of your will? To submit to submit the plan to God under the open heaven, under the leading of Holy Spirit. What's wrong when this guy starts getting strengthened? It's strengthening the wrong thing. You're actually strengthening the very problem in your life. Does that make sense? Okay, so when this guy, your, your will, your agenda, what you want to see happen is driving your life, this is when you become very strategy-driven. You can fall into manipulation. You start bulldozing people. You might get really controlling because your life is being governed by what you want to see happen, not submitted to Holy Spirit, okay? He is not inherently bad, but this is not his position or his job, and he's not equipped to sit in this seat. Does this make sense? Okay, so here's one of the problems that happens. The problem that happens is that let's say someone has a sin issue, okay? Just for lack of better term. Someone's struggling with, you name the thing, put it in your head, okay? They're struggling with a thing that they're doing over and over and over, and they don't wanna do it, okay? So what we do is we take our will and we put our will in this and say, I will not to do that thing anymore. And the whole time he's pumping iron. What's the problem with that picture? Your will is not equipped to control your behavior. Your spirit is under the direction of Holy Spirit. Where does self-control come from? Fruit of the spirit. You cannot walk in self-control unless this guy is sitting in the seat and this guy is laying down his plan. Does this make sense? 
This, keep pumping iron. <laughs> you can switch arms if you want. This looks great on a Christian person. It looks really great from the outside. This can actually not be saved. Because we can't will ourselves into the kingdom. It is achieved spiritually when this guy comes alive. Does this make sense? This can achieve all kinds of things, can build skyscrapers, do amazing, amazing things, looks great on paper, but internally there is not the proper alignment. There is not grace from heaven flowing through this. This is going to end in disaster, right? This becomes a nervous breakdown. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this becomes a nervous breakdown. Or eventually, this is too hard. It's too hard. I'm sitting in this chair and I can't handle it. My life looks crazy, right? And so I give up on Christianity, it doesn't work. You actually didn't try Christianity. You tried the world's version of it, you tried an error, but this is not what our Christianity looks like. Amen? Okay, again, most of the world is living their life from this realm in some combination of this. And their spirit is getting border and border and you know, weaker and weaker, amen? Okay, now I need another volunteer to be evil. Evil. Someone. Oh, I can't let Aubrey be evil. <laughs> I can't do it. No. That would break my heart. Okay, Angela, you be evil. Much more believable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so now here comes. Okay, so you're going to like, you're going to like slink along, right? And uh, this is a spirit of rejection. Okay, spirit of rejection is from the enemy. We know that the enemy's plan is always to do three things. What? Kill, steal, and destroy. That is the enemy's only agenda. There is no demonic spirit that is there to help you or can help you in any way. Kill, steal, destroy. So this is a spirit of rejection. Okay? This thing has no power in your life. It has no authority to come and overthrow anybody. But if your members agree with this guy, then this guy ends up in the driver's seat. Amen? Okay? So can you turn around? And here's the lie that rejection is presenting. You are always a reject. You, soul, you are always going to be rejected, and that's just the truth. So you come over here to the brain. Brain, pull up your past experiences. Have you experienced that you get rejected? Wow. Yeah, that actually makes logical sense to me because I have never experienced someone accepting me. And so, yeah, so then you guys are partnered up together. Okay? We made friends. Now he's in agreement. Okay? Now your brain has a stronghold that's keeping this guy safe in your soul. This is why we need deliverance. This is why we need sozo ministry. Amen? Okay? And now you're going to come over here because you're going after the monopoly, the trifecta, heart, does this feel true? Have you always been rejected? Does that feel true to you? That feels pretty dang true. Oh my gosh, rejection, it hurts so much. You are right. You are right, spirit of rejection. Okay. Will, come over here. Will, do you always want to be rejected? Heck no, I don't want to be rejected. But yes, I have experienced that. I don't want to get rejected, so I'm going to come out of the driver's seat and come down here. And now guess who rides here? And hold the sign up high. And then you can sit down because you've just submitted your will to this thing. 
And now when this thing is driving your life, we all get to experience rejection. It floods into your atmosphere, into your environment. It drips off of your words. And what is it calling out to everyone around? Always reject me. I always picture this little black crow going, reject me, reject me. So you, you walk around and you've got this sign on your forehead saying, back off. Back off, because I always get rejected, and that gets flooded into your atmosphere, and now every person that comes up to you looks at you funny or takes a step back, and then what does your brain think? See, it's true. And what does your heart say? Yes, that feels true, over and over and over again. And then your will is like, yes, let's make an inner vow. I will to never open my heart up to people again, because I always get rejected. And then this thing just gets more and more fortified and your poor spirit is just born out, of, born out of his mind. Does not access the resources of heaven. This is what it looks like when it's like, I know the word of God is true, but I am not experiencing it in my life is because there is not the heavenly alignment. There is an open heaven over this person. There's an open heaven over you, but are you funneling from it? What is your source are you, are you getting your source from the enemy? Is the enemy telling you who you are? Or are you getting the source from heaven through your spirit to tell you who you are? So like the worldly way of thinking, and you guys can sit down if it's like getting uncomfortable to stand or whatever, because we're going to keep playing. <laughs> it feels so good having like a team up here. Yay, I'm not alone. Um, so worldly way of thinking is that uh, my behavior influences what I experience in my life, and then what I experience in my life determines who I am. If I have bad behavior, bad, bad behavior, bad behavior, my experiences are bad, my experiences are bad, my experiences are bad, that means I am a loser. I am this, I am that. That's the worldly way of thinking from the soulish realm up. Does this make sense? Kingdom thinking, kingdom living, is to cast this guy out, Spirit, come over here. Get out of here. We just had a sozo, and we are unpartnering with rejection. We just got tapped out. <laughs> All right. Your spirit is back in this chair. The funnel from the open heaven tells you who you are. When you believe who you are, you experience the truth of that. Your behavior walks it out, okay? Right behavior comes from right thinking. Make sense? From your identity that's already settled. Does this make sense? So who I am is not based on what I do. I don't become an author when I write a book, okay? I become an author when God determined from before the foundations of the world. This is my daughter who I love. She is an author. And if I die and I never wrote a book, it doesn't change who I am because I am an author. But if I believe correctly and I have this funnel open in my spirit where my spirit is now giving information to my mind, my will, and my emotions, I'm going to start to experience, no, I am an author. And if I believe I'm an author, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to write. Amen? Because our behavior follows our beliefs. Does it make sense? From heaven to earth. This is a question of source. Is my source going to be God? Is my source going to be myself? 
or is my source going to be from the enemy? Make sense? Okay. We don't deny our past experiences, we just don't get our beliefs there. We don't deny our feelings, we just don't get our beliefs there. Does make sense? Now, some people, again, with the duct tape on the mouth, some people take the scripture, take every thought captive, and they think take every emotion captive. And that's a misuse of that scripture. Okay? Your emotions need to be expressed. So now let's, let's take a look at uh, the job situation. You got fired. Okay? Now your spirit is leading. And now your spirit, its, it's job is to listen to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what do you think about the fact that I just got fired? Well, I have greater plans for you. I have another door that's going to open to you that's going to be amazing. You are going to experience favor Okay, now he's not going to check and see if that feels true. He's not going to check on the internet and see if it looks true. And he's not going to check with his plan. It's his job to funnel that information to the three. Make sense? Hey, mind, we're going to believe this. God said that things are going to get better, that there's going to be an open door. I know that you haven't experienced that yet, but it's coming. Okay, so I want you to believe in accordance with that. We're choosing to believe. Okay, you, you might want to get ticked off and write your boss a letter, whatever, whatever, you know, like whatever the thing is, but it's like, hey, no, actually everything's going to be okay. I want you to lay down your plan because God's plan is better than the one that you had. Amen. Okay. And then you come over here. Hey, emotions, you are important. I am so sorry. That is really painful that you got fired. That's not fun. I'm not telling you you're stupid. I'm not telling you to shut up. I'm going to be very kind to my heart. Oftentimes, we're very abusive to ourselves in these situations. Anyone experience that? There's like a little war going on, and it's like there's some major abuse happening with you and you. Okay? So, I'm so sorry that it's feeling like this, but we're going to respond to what he's believing, and he's believing what heaven just said. Okay? Because your emotions will always tell you the truth. Your emotions will always tell you the truth of what it is that that guy's believing. Okay? So, I'm freaking out, I got fired! Because he's looking up on the internet how bad, how hard it is to get a job in this climate, da-da-da-da-da. And so he believes this is going to be hard, and so then he starts freaking out, responding to what he's thinking. Does that make sense? So then when this guy duct tapes this guy, it's kind of not fair, right? (laughs) The many personalities that go on inside of our heads. (laughs) Amen. Does this make sense? So emotions, um, you're going to align now because the spirit and the mind are believing the truth of God and your emotions are going to come in line with that. Amen. All right. (laughs) When you have disagreements between your parts... It is a huge energy sucker in your life. That's when you're like, you're indecisive. It's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know how to make a decision. It's, uh, it's just crazy. Um, warring in our members. Um, so for example, you know, we, we talked about in worship, man, God loves me. Let's all repeat. God loves me. Depending on who is sitting in your driver's seat is going to depend how far that truth is going to go. Because if your mind is sitting here, your mind is going to put up all the old files. Well, I mean, it's in the Word, so I guess that's true. 
but with my reasoning and logic, we haven't experienced that. Like when we needed God to show up when we were six years old, he didn't show up the way we thought, so that must be true for other people. So that's what I'm gonna believe, okay? And then your heart goes, ah! God doesn't love me, I don't feel loved. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not gonna submit to that guy. He doesn't even love me, he doesn't even care about me. We gotta come up with our own plan. Make sense? All right. <laughs> Let's talk about another one. Let's have a spirit of fear come into this situation. Who wants to be a spirit of fear? Angela, you wanna just? We are, we are not uh, typecasting. <laughs> so spirit of fear comes in. And spirit of fear is gonna see if you'll agree with this. Bad things will happen. Bad things will happen. Come over here. Check in with the mind. What do you think? Bad things will happen. Have you experienced bad things? Yeah. Have you looked on that? Have you read the news lately? Uh -huh. Wow. It sure, it sure seems true and logical that bad things are going to happen. You guys are in agreement. She wants the trifecta. Come over here. Heart. Does that feel true that bad things are going to happen? Because he's believing bad things are going to happen. Does that feel true to you? Yes, absolutely. So now you've got his agreement. Come over here to the will. Bad things are going to happen. Man, I don't want bad things to happen. i got to partner with this guy because he sure knows like what he's saying. He seems to be right. Okay? And now we're going to displace the spirit. And now what's driving your life? Fear is driving your life. Fear wants to kill, steal, and destroy you. Fear does not want to help you. It cannot help you. And now what's driving your life is the belief that bad things will happen. What's going to happen in your life? Both God and the devil need your agreement to move in your life. Amen? When you live your life, bad things will happen. Bad things are going to happen. I see it. It's like over and over. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's building a fortress. He's building a little castle. That's what a stronghold is, right? It's getting bigger and bigger. With every experience, that wall gets even bigger so that that enemy can hide there because it sure feels true, right? Okay? I see this over and over and over. People partner with demonic spirits, and the demonic spirit does the very thing that they're concerned about. You see it even like people worship fertility gods in India, whatever. What is the massive thing you see over there? Infertility. It's over and over and over again. The very thing that the enemy is prophesying to you that he's going to protect you from is the very thing he brings into your life. Does that make sense? Okay. Let's get the spirit back in there. You can go sit down. Mm-hmm. God's good. Let's take a laugh break. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. So the important thing sitting in this chair is um, being led by the Spirit through our spirit, okay? Because when this is lined up properly, that means Jesus is actually driving your life. Okay, when, what's Jesus going to say about you getting fired? What's Jesus going to say about the fears that you have after you read the news or look up something on the internet? What does Jesus have to say? It's going to be much more victorious. It's going to drive your life the way it needs to be driven. 
Does this make sense? Okay. When your spirit is sitting here, you are plugged into power and life. Okay. Source is coming from the right direction. Your job is to listen as your default position of being led by the spirit. Like, I, I don't know, 80% of my prayer time is spent listening more than, you know, whatever. Okay? And that's, that's how I'm led by the Spirit. There's times that he leads me to intercede and to supplicate and all, all kinds of stuff. Of course, we want to be led by the Spirit. Okay? So the way we know something is actually more important than what we know. Okay? The way we know something is more important than what we know. Okay? So, for example, when people are led by the Spirit, they tend to read the Word more. Amen? That's like when, when you're plugged into the Spirit, it's like, oh, you just like, you have more desire for the Word. So then what do we do in the church in error sometimes is that we tell people, read your Word more. Does this make sense? So when this guy is sitting in the proper seat and we are being led by the Spirit, we tend to pray more. And then what do we tell people? Pray more. And we skipped the most important step of the proper alignment and who is initiating this. Does this make sense? Because if your brain initiates the prayer or your brain initiates, you know, whatever, whatever, your will you're actually strengthening the thing that needs to bow to the Lord. Amen? It's a question of source. <laughs> the brain likes it. It's good. <laughs> okay. The way you know something is more important than what you know. Okay? The way you make a decision is more important than the decision that you make. These three guys are perfectly capable of making good decisions on the good branch of the tree of death. <laughs> they can accomplish good things, but they are not plugged into the source of life. Okay? So how you make the decision, if you are aligned from, in the spirit, Jesus, what do you think we should do? What decision should be made? Jesus says, this is the decision. He flows it down to this, and that is a spirit-led decision. Does that make sense? And then sometimes these two will get in a fight. She's like, well, that doesn't seem logical, and then they start fighting for the chair. But I have a check in my spirit. We're, we shouldn't go that way. But I think, but it's, I read it on the internet. That should work. The, the, the internet says that, that uh, cell groups should look like this in the church. That's what will grow your church right? I have these battles too. But that's a good idea. I saw it on the internet. But where was it initiated from? Okay, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? What do you want to have happen in this church? What do you want to have happen in my business? What do you want to have happen in my family? Amen? The way you make a decision is more important than the decision that you make. When we're led by the Spirit, people tend to walk in self-control. And then what do we tell people? Control yourself. And they put that guy in the seat. And it doesn't work. And it doesn't work and it never, ever, ever works. Okay? So when Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent means think differently. Think differently does not mean to change a single thought. It means to change the way you process. It's not just changing out data it is changing the entire operating system. 
That makes sense? This is what repentance looks like for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Where's the kingdom, Lord? Where's the kingdom? It's within you. Why? Because it's funneled through your spirit when your spirit is properly aligned. Amen? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's within you. Be led by the spirit. Experience the kingdom flow into your life from heaven to earth. Amen? All right. Did you come to your conclusion relationally is the question. When you're making decisions, did you come to that conclusion or that decision relationally with God? Or did you decide? Because Jesus is not the thing that we do. Jesus is the way. He's the way we process. He is life. Amen? Amen. Take a laugh break. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Okay. So what happens is that different parts are in the driver's seat in different areas of your life. Okay. So you come into church and uh, your spirit during corporate worship. Does your spirit know how to drive during corporate worship? Probably for a lot of us. For some of us, it might be a struggle. Sometimes your mind is like, what about this thing? What about the, what about the pot roasted home? You know, whatever. Okay. Um, for the most part, you probably um, experience that. Um, oh, I want to back up for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is your source? God and what he says about you or your behavior. Um, our lives are not radically transformed by what he thinks of us. Is going to sound like heresy, okay? Our life is not transformed by what God thinks of us. Our lives are transformed by what we think he thinks of us. Does that make sense? It's the matter of alignment. Are we aligned with what he's saying with us? Or are we saying, no, I actually don't buy it? Does that make sense? All right. Um, people think I'll have better beliefs when I start seeing better things in my life. And it's backwards. That's not kingdom living, Okay. What you believe is going to determine what you see in your life. We walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Okay. So corporate worship, you tend to know how to let your spirit lead. For the most part, you know, for some of us, that might be a struggle depending on the day or whatever. Um, what about when you're going over your finances? Who's jumping in that chair? Just, just think to, just ask Holy Spirit. That's a better way. Holy Spirit, who's jumping in the chair when I talk about finances? Is it my emotions? Is it my brain? Is it my will? Or is it my spirit? Okay. Um, what about when your boss sends you an email to come to his office for a chat? Who jumps in that chair? <laughs> okay. What about when the kids are freaking out? Who's getting in that chair when it comes to parenting? Right? So our, our emotions jumping in that chair. Oh, you're making me crazy. Your will, you will stop it. <laughs> or are we letting our spirit lead? Amen. Or our brain, your feelings are not logical. You stop having that fit right now. <laughs> not going to work so well. You try that. 
never worked for me. Um, who's sitting in the, in the driver's seat when your van breaks down in the middle of Mesa yesterday, and you're an hour away from home, and it takes three hours on the phone with roadside assistance, and then they never showed up, and it's 100 degrees outside, and we're running late, and I don't get to prepare the message for very long now because we're sitting on the side of the freeway, and then you have no option other than to be led by the Spirit as you preach a message. <laughs> that may have happened yesterday. By the way, our roadside assistance was horrible. We need to get on the phone with our insurance company. I won't name the insurance company. I'm not at liberty to, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. It was pretty bad. I can tell you my emotions jumped in this chair really quick and my brain got they, they were all fighting for they were just like pushing and shoving in that seat for quite a bit i just started praying in tongues i'm like lord help me lord bless the roadside assist bless them lord <laughs> bless them lord <laughs> all right uh, it's not just about what we want our life to look like on the outside how do we want it to feel on the inside Right, we wanna be in, in inner unity. So practical. <laughs> okay, how do we get your spirit to the right seat? Um, a great way to do that, let's say your will is sitting here, your brain is sitting there, the evil spirit is sitting there, whatever. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues, it's huge. If your brain is sitting here, you start praying in tongues, it's gonna bypass him and your spirit's gonna rise up and sit in the seat. Amen? He's not going to bully him out, but your brain is going to slowly back down. Does that make sense? Okay? Um, submit your will to God. God, what you want, not my will. When I, on my best day, I can take my will, and what I will to do, I, I don't do it, and what I will not to do, I do it. Oh, wretched man that I am, my will cannot get me there. I'm going to lay down my plans. Jesus, I need you. What are you saying? Amen? Emotions, let's check in with emotions and see how they're doing by the Spirit. Jesus, what can you say about my broken heart? I still have broken heart feelings over this thing in the past. Jesus, what are you saying to my heart? How have you showed up? How do you want to show up for my heart? Be led by the Spirit in those things. Um, read the Word with the Spirit until you encounter Him in the Word. So we, we could read the Bible, you could read a chapter and not access the Spirit at all if you're doing it with your brain right? But you want to read in the word. You want to bless your spirit to rise up. When you encounter him in the word, now you're a spirit to spirit. That rhema word jumps off the page. Your Bible begins to read you. You guys know that experience, right? Read until you encounter him, and that'll send this guy into the proper alignment. Amen? All right. Um, you can bless your spirit, and that's something that we've talked about in, in the previous couple messages. So I bless, your, I bless my own spirit. I do this all the time. I bless my spirit to rise up, to lead my mind, my will, and my emotions, to be led by Holy Spirit. I bless my brain to just be at ease right now. I have to bless my brain to settle down a lot, okay? That's just me, okay? Now what happens is like whichever thing we lean to, and put in this driver's seat, we tend to make excuses for it and call it our personality. Well, I'm just this kind of person. Like, no, we're not to be led by the soul. Now, there is going to be an expression of your personality, but it's going to be from the spirit through your mind, your will, and your emotions. But you can't make excuses and say, well, I'm just more brain functions, like heart's not important. So that's just, that's just how I'm going to live my life. We don't have that option if we want to live a kingdom life. Amen? Well, I'm a 
ENSJ, IT, whatever. I'm a disc such and such, whatever. Those things are great. They're great descriptors for like what's happening. It can, it can make you feel like, okay, I'm not crazy or whatever, but it's also not an excuse. It's also not an excuse to just be soulishly led. Amen. Okay. Um, being spirit-led is a picture of maturity. Proper alignment looks like the spirit flowing through you, through your emotions, through your mind, through your will, aligned to his will. The more you build the muscle of being spirit-led, the more your mind, will, and emotions will actually grow up and mature and feel safe in this alignment. And there's a built history of things go well when we're aligned like this. That's what maturity looks like as, as we go in our Christian walk, okay? The Holy Spirit is your source and the way you make decisions and drive your life. So Jesus, I just thank you so much, Lord. And, and I just, I release these guys to go back to their seats. Jesus, I just thank you so much for who you are, God. Uh, let's just give them a hand. They're awesome. Good job, guys. Yeah, Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. I pray, Father, that you would just burn these images into our, into our minds and hearts, Lord, that we would see, Father, that we would be able to discern um, who is driving our life, Lord, that we would open up, Lord, um, our hearts to receive the open heaven that you always want to pour out. You are constantly pouring out. You are a constant fountain of life pouring into us, Jesus, and I just pray that you would show us how to properly align, and I just declare from this moment forward that there has been an adjustment to that alignment, Lord, and that you're solidifying that truth as we go about our week this week, Lord, that you're going to continue to bring back to remembrance, that we're going to bless our spirits to rise up, Lord, and we're going to bless our heart to sit down, bless our, our uh, will to sit down and submit to you, and bless our mind to just be at ease as the spirit is led by the spirit. And we just thank you so much for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.